vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I am an editor over at thecoalition.com. That's with a K. And tonight, uh, like usual, I'm joined by Richard Bailey Jr., editor-in-chief at The Coalition. What's up, man? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? Oh, I know what's up. We all know what's up. This is the butter episode. Oh, this was <laughs> such a great episode, people. This is for Fear the Walking Dead. Season 7, episode 2, 6 hours. This is a 5-star episode. This is a 5-star episode. For people that are like, oh, I fell off, or I got friends, they don't watch this anymore, show them this episode. Watch this episode. If you haven't seen it already, AMC Plus, it's there. Go watch it, or wait till Sunday, but whatever. It's out. Watch this. If you haven't, we are going to spoil it, big time. But I'm pretty sure you guys know that already. We've been doing this for a few years now. So there we go. Let's get into this. Man, ah, this was this had everything. This had everything, Rich. <laughs> Think about it. This had stress. This had suspense. This had action. This had drama. This this was good TV. What did you think? Just off the bat, just from what you've seen real quick. I just want your reaction on this. Uh, I did think it was a pretty good episode. Um, I, I, I do have one criticism that I will get into later, but, uh, other than that, um, yeah, it was a lot of attention. So I would say that they achieved the goal of making, making sure that the viewers stays on the edge of their seats. Yeah. Let, let's, let's dive right into it. So now we have, this should have been for me. I personally, I think this should have been episode one because this just, this left us, it continued off from where we were left off from the last season so now we have morgan we got the baby mo you know uh and grace and they're in the the submarine and grace is just going nuts this baby is crying non-stop and i was like man i would go nuts just the echo in the, in the submarine and i'm a parent myself i have two kids i i relate but she went nuts she was just losing it and that's legit that can legit happen, and especially in her situation where she just lost her biological child. And now she has this one. Yes, you may say, oh, well, you know, the whole raising child is going to be great. Well, Morgan picked up on that right away because if you remember early back first season when we were introduced to Morgan for Morgan Dead Proper, he lost his son. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was like, no, I'm not losing another one, which he bring, brings up later in the episode. But he's there, and we see that he's the one getting up, taking care of the baby, trying to do everything he can. But it's not like Grace isn't doing anything and just going nuts with, like, why is the baby crying? She's going out there and scavenging for food and supplies. Now, the part that I was sort of iffy on is, where is she going to to find food? She's not getting in a car. She's just walking. And if you recall where the submarine was stranded on a beach, there's no stores. Mm -hmm. There's no town nearby. Don't know. I'm thinking too much into it, but we're just getting into the point, which is we see that she's out there. She's got her little uh, radiation detector, an awesome mask, an awesome outfit going into this uh, apocalypse with the, the, the nukes. And you got the colors. It's beautiful. I love the setting. And it makes sense in this regard that they have the equipment because we saw in the first episode, some of them have uh, masks and other gear. Where'd you get it? I don't know. 
But this makes sense because they were coming from the submarine. Submarine has all kinds of equipment for the, the soldiers that are there. So it makes sense. Makes sense. So she's out there. She is looking for powdered milk. She finds it. It doesn't have that much radiation on, on it. And then some people come in. And then she stumbles. A shell falls on her. Uh, the guy that's there, did he grab something? I couldn't really tell if he picked up something else. Did you Do you recall that? Uh no no um yeah uh, yeah my yeah my my guess is that yes they they were just out uh her and morgan take take turns going out rummaging trying to find stuff in a nearby area Um, the only reason why i bring that up is because of later once she gets out from that area she picks up the powdered milk and now it's like got radiation on it she can't use it. So I wasn't sure. Or I just can't remember if that was the same um, can of uh, powdered milk or another one. But she starts going nuts. She's screaming. She's crying. And I get it. This is a hard life. If this was to be a, a constant, like this is it for weeks and months. No, it's, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening at all. Yeah. So she gets back. And uh, she's talking to Morgan. He's like, did you find anything? She didn't really find anything. He's like, don't worry. He's like, I'm going to go out there and find some stuff. And then this is where, if I remember, she's just talking about the, the six hours. Because he had plans of going and doing some other things. He's like, oh, you got six hours. And don't worry about it. I'll go. And they go back and forth on this. But it, he, he can see that this is putting a toll on her. All of this. And uh, she didn't want this. She brings that up, too. She didn't want any of this. And... She's just that's just rambling about a lot of craziness about what she wants to do and, and pretty much leave and it, it it was it was pretty emotional of a lot of things that are going on in this episode especially with Grace, but um, this is when Morgan just says, "Hey, listen, I got I got something I've been working on out there," and uh, it's basically he's filling up he uh, he found a car that works and he's been filling up with diesel fuel and he's been packing it up with other supplies and he's like, "We gotta go, we can't stay here." And she's like, no, no, this is great. This is safe. And I get that because it is. It, it's a submarine. It's it's airtight. Well, not airtight, but you know, you could lock it down. You don't have to deal with any of the, the radiation issues above. But when it comes to food and supplies, where are they getting it from? There, There's not many options. So uh, they go back and forth on whether if they should go, but then they leave. And this is where it gets interesting because it's a road trip. It's a, <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic road trip. You got the baby still crying. That baby. Oh, man. The nonstop crying <laughs> of that baby. It, it just freaked me out, too, because it's like, oh, it, it, it's, it's like a soundtrack to the episode. It's a constant reminder of the situation they're in. You know, because it, she was screaming because she's panicking. And then now we have a baby actually constantly screaming because the baby's hungry, hungry and a few other things. They put the music on that uh, from the tape that she has. And that seems to calm the baby down. The baby likes music. And uh, the Grace talks about how she can't sing. She wish she could sing to the baby. She can't do it. So she puts it on and tries to calm the baby down. But she she's losing it. You see how she stares at this baby like this. This look like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is not yeah. what I want. You know, so right off the bat, just from the intro and how we're handling this, what did you think of this whole opening of them in the submarine still and now going on this road trip for food to, to find sanctuary somewhere else? Well, I, I, I actually, from the start of this episode, I, I, I had a feeling that something bad was going to happen to Grace because of the stress of taking care of the baby. Um, clearly, 
you know, and, and again, this is, you know, yes, uh, yeah, you understand that they are relating it to people, you know, people who just have kids for the first time. But this is in a post-apocalyptic uh, nuclear wasteland. So it's the far more severe circumstances because you can't just go out to any store and get food and stuff like that. So um, I thought they did a very good job with the tension, the stress. And making the viewer feel as though, because again, like I said, I'm pretty sure there's some other people that may agree they thought something bad was going to happen to Grace in this episode or the baby for that matter, because it was so much of an emphasis on everything just being horrible the way it was. It felt that way, at least for me in the very beginning. And I also felt as though, hey, it would not have ruled out the idea that she might have tried to kill herself because it felt like a lot of times you look at her look like she wanted to end it. Oh, yeah. And that whole conversation she had with Morgan about leaving him behind and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, she felt like giving up. So I, yeah, I think they did a very good job to make you think as a viewer, something bad could happen in this episode to, to the characters they were focusing on. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue was amazing, the back and forth and it's, it's, it's real. It just felt very real. You know, I've known people that have gone through this, uh, where they just, they feel overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. she definitely feels overwhelmed, but then she's like, this is not my baby. And it's like, no, no, but this baby needs us. We are here for the baby. It's like, no, this is what you chose. They go back and forth over mm-hmm. this. And I know some people that may not, that don't have children or are just, I don't even, I can't really say it's just about having children, but just maybe they may not understand where she's coming from and think she's just being very selfish. It's like, oh, well, how is she going to do this? How could she deal with that with a baby? I don't think. Because it's, at one hand, yes, it's a blessing that she did want a child. She has this child to raise. But then again, she lost her biological child. Just, who knows, like a few weeks before this. And now she's raising this other child. Now, this is the, the thing I was going to bring up. And uh, they didn't bring it up because I don't, I don't know why. But So, when she was pregnant, you're... Uh, your, your body starts going through certain changes, and uh, pretty much what I'm getting at is that you're able to uh, breastfeed. At least I, from just from my wife. I'm not a doctor or anything, but I remember when my wife, and she's pregnant, and then she starts filling up on her breast and with milk, and that's it. So I was assuming that since she lost that child, but she has this one, that she was going to be able to breastfeed this child. Because you have wet nurses that come in and that would actually do these type of things. But they didn't yeah. go down that road with this. They were like, no, no, they're going to be looking for powdered milk. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. Whatever works for the, the show. But that's that's just my mindset. I was thinking, I was like, oh, why didn't she try? Because, I mean, she was just recently pregnant. So, and from what I'm, well, they didn't do it. So, anyway. Um, so, they're on the road, and they start getting into this back and forth argument. Because as she's listening to the tape... Because they're playing the tape for to calm the baby in the back seat. That song from uh, that uh, was it from her husband that had played for her. Remember that was like the favorite song that she had. It was on the tape, and yep. that plays. And she's like, "Stop the song!" Stop the song. She starts banging on the tape cassette, and then they start fighting and like sort of trying to calm her down, you know, fighting over the tape. And then he, he bangs off the road and pops a tire. So they put the mask on and they get ready to go out there. To, to try to fix everything up. And she just snaps. This is what you're talking about. Like, she just takes her mask. I'm like, I'm done with this. So, like, you can go on without me. This is what you want to do. You want to live this life. You want to go find a place that's safe and do all stuff with this kid. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm checking out. 
And it, it's just amazing her her delivery of these lines. It was so believable. Like you're staring at her. Like that that's the night and day of what I'm talking about between this and World Beyond. They're going through so much so much hardship right now, and you can see it on their face. You can see it in their environment. They're not all done up, and then they're delivering their lines with just such passion of like oh. Feel it. Feel what I'm going through right now. But on World Beyond, you got over here, they're, they're hugging and they're happy. And they're, it's, it's, they're still in the same world. Yes, it's not a nuke, but it's still a harsh reality. And they're not selling it. They're not selling it for me. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just acting very nonchalant about everything on that show. And that's what upsets me. And it's not just me. Others, which is why no one's watching it. No one's watching. So if you're like, hey, where's your coverage of the, the, the episode? It's coming. But we would like, we'd rather do this right now. That's it. We just rather do this. <laughs> just pointing it out. That's it. You know. So uh, while they're going back and forth, we see that uh, someone's pointing a gun at them. Right? It's a couple. They show up and I'm like, "Oh, you got my baby. You got my baby." This woman's going nuts. I was like, "What's the chances?" This is what I was saying to myself. Like, what's the chances that you're out there in the wasteland and you just happen to come across another couple, married couple, and they also recently lost a child? And ta-da! You just happen so you just don't happen to have a baby that you Grace don't want. Morgan does, but hey, they got a gun and they're ready to go. So, uh, what did you think of that? The, just the the scenario of how they put this together with uh, this married couple. So uh, I actually thought this was the same couple that we saw at the very beginning of the episode when Grace was in was inside the store hiding. For the for people. the milk, I thought that yeah. at first, but I pushed it aside because of how far that he was driving. Okay, yeah, yeah. At yeah, this point, fine. he was because right, he was driving from day to night, so he was nowhere near. And I don't think they had a car because if you remember, and we'll get to it, they said they're from that town, mm-hmm. they live there, and that the, when all this happened, they just stayed there. But, all right, keep going. So, well, yeah. So it's good. Good. good that's a good observation. So I, I would say that um, that decision to introduce this couple yeah it, it, it i thought it was a good idea because as you already alluded to morgan was the one that wanted to continue to move on and keep the baby grace did not so now that they have this conflict of these people that clearly want to take the baby now it's going to make grace reconsider her decision of wanting to get rid of the baby mm-hmm. um and, and and even morgan had his doubts as well which we'll get into later about whether or not they should keep uh, the baby. But yeah, uh, that's what the point was to make sure that they come to some middle ground. Because I think everybody thought all of last season when uh, everybody was wondering, is Morgan ever going to find Grace? They will have a, they will hopefully, hopefully have a happy ending. But now you are seeing that it is not quite as you would have thought because of all the chaos that's going on in the actual world and how it's impacting them. And I love it. I love it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It, it's going against the grain. It's not like, oh, peach is creamy. Look, we've just found each other. We're happy. Oh, the baby didn't work up, but we've been blessed by another baby. Yay. You know, mm-hmm. And we have a dog. We don't really talk about the dog because he doesn't bark. It's a good dog. You know? <laughs> Think about it, right? The dog's been with them this whole time and didn't bark, didn't attack. I thought the dog at some point was going to like attack the guy, but I guess doesn't really have the, the loyalty yet with Morgan. I don't understand that because I don't know, but the dog is still there. Just it just it just does nothing, at least in the <laughs> a, you know, it's 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 not the same dog that uh that Daryl has. 
That dog's no joke. You know, dog. Which yeah. Is, so, yeah. So they, they get into it, but then because they were making so much noise, they go into one of the buildings there. Got all these walkers surrounding. And uh, they're trying to calm the baby down. And they're going back and forth, the group. They're talking. And uh, Morgan's like, hey, listen, listen. You could take whatever you want in the car. Just leave uh, my family alone. We're just here with the baby. He's like, what do you mean your family? This is my baby. This is the woman. She's like going nuts over this. I was like, uh, no, this is not your baby. She even names it from another child that she had. And they go back and forth over this. And uh, eventually, Morgan was like, well, they, they were like, all right, listen, just you got to help us fix the car. You know how to fix the car. Fix the car. So then Morgan goes out there and he goes to fix his car. But long story short, because there was a lot of going back and forth. And like you said, Grace at this point is like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to let them take this baby. This It's it's changing in her mind because now she's realized. She's like, no, because the baby needs needs her. She needs someone and she has no one else in this world right now. Her parents are gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, once they get the car running, they get into a fight. Morgan and uh, the husband he goes taking off, but then drops the gun. Morgan picks up the gun, starts shooting at the car. He was like, I'm not losing another child. And that that was very powerful because that's the first real mention of his first son that they've said at all. Like, even at the beginning, usually when they say previously, and then they try to throw in some screenshots from previous episodes. So that way it clicks in your head. They didn't show anything that far back because that's actually on another show. <laughs> you know? Yep. So if let's say, which I don't know anyone that's done this, but let's say you only watch Fear and don't know the Walking Dead story itself, then like, what is he talking about? Is that a part of the backstory that they never discussed? They did, just not on this series, not as much. I think mm-hmm. a few other times he sort of talked about, but nothing like this. This is his real connection. And they didn't even get that deep into it because I don't know if he did the full backstory with Grace telling her of uh, about his son and everything that happened. But um, anyway, so he starts shooting, and then that car crashes. <laughs> the car crashes again. So he goes over there. They get into a little tussle, right? Uh, some walkers start coming. This is when uh, they was it. It was um, the husband. He takes the baby, goes running out the car, right? So now <laughs> this is where I. It was dark. It was, and I watched it a few times, and I'm trying to figure out the location because they went to another hiding spot. Morgan and the woman. Right? Or was there still in that car? Maybe that, you know what? Maybe they were the same people. Because now I think about it, I think they had their car and he was fixing their car. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I said, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe that was, because in my mind, when in the person that, those people that were in the store, I was thinking they were scavengers, the same ones that, that uh, Will was talking about. Remember those, oh, yeah. those, those randoms that were just scavenging? So I, that's why I thought was all these, there's these people, they just uh, everywhere. But well, yeah, well, you know what? maybe. Well, well, well yeah. Well, the, well, these people had they had the same motive of also trying to scavenge and get mm-hmm, stuff going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's it, yeah. It, it, it could be interpreted uh, either way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But this is where it gets good. This is where it gets good because then you have um, Grace and that husband with the baby back at the other location, right, hiding from the walkers, and then you have Morgan and the wife. And the other vehicle, and the same thing. They're surrounded by the the walkers, and they're doing this whole thing. And they start talking, and the baby is crying, and they have the walkie. So Grace and Morgan are trying to talk, trying to come up with a plan, and they're talking back and forth. And you can hear the baby crying in the background on Morgan's end, and the the, the wife 
is like, oh, oh, I hope, I hope it doesn't happen again. I hope it doesn't. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what, what happened? And then we hear like a growling, mm-hmm. right? It's like growling. Like, what is it? And it's like, oh, oh, it's nothing. And it's like we find out that the baby's there. The baby has turned into a walker and is in the car. Mm-hmm. In the back. And this is what I, when I text you, I was like, yo, they, they really went there. Morgan <laughs> wastes no time putting this baby down. He killed it. They didn't show it on camera, but you hear the shot. He ends it. He ends yeah. it. And I, I, t- I was shocked. I was shocked. And it's not so much about the show because we've seen on Walking Dead Proper that episode with Michonne, who was cutting down all the kids. Remember the evil kids? Yeah, I right? remember that. They, they, they took uh, her, her child and stuff. So, they, they they went there, but not fully there. But this was close quarters. You know it's a baby. They said it's a baby. Turned into a walker. And he's like, nope. He shoots it. And she's like, what did you do? What did you? He said, that's not your baby anymore. That baby's gone. Whatever that is, that's that's something else. That's not your baby. But it was so crazy that we've seen this complete 180 with Morgan. From walking around with his staff. Wanting just to <laughs> inflict some damage, but not kill. <laughs> Then go to kill, but then not killing humans, and then to killing humans, and now killing zombie babies. <laughs> you know, it's like he did what he had to do, but then he's trying to get a hold of Grace, and he's trying to warn her to watch. And then we see that the the husband is like hunched over the child, and he's like freaking out, and his hand shakes. You have to be quiet. You have to be quiet. Okay, it's this is for the best. And okay, he's gonna smother this baby, and she's like, "What? What are you talking about? What's happening?" But of course. She, she hears the message, and just when he's about to get really close to the baby, boom, gunshot to the head. He drops. Baby mm-hmm. safe. Baby safe. So, uh, once they, they settle, the, the dust is settled, and they get back to Grace and the baby, we see that they all pack up in their original car, and the plan is like, what do we do? Do we keep going, or do we go back to the submarine? They only have so much fuel. And the, here's a, the weird thing, and I, I this is probably my little gripe with this, is that uh, the woman survives, the, the wife of the man. She just, and not only does she survive, but she decides yep. to stay there. Yeah, yeah. so I I want to respond to that, but, but let me first say something about what you mentioned about the uh, whole scene with Morgan killing the baby. Uh, I know that it might be controversial for some people. Uh, for me personally, I think if they would have visually shown the actual baby getting shot, like you see the actual baby, then that would be okay. Yeah, that's that's very that's that goes very far. Now, what they did do is, again, the woman's husband tried to kill, you know, Grace and Morgan's baby, yeah. and that was that was controversial because it was implied where you saw he was about to he was going to smother the child. So mm-hmm. that 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 essentially was. A very important part of this, but 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 uh, two quick things to mention. One thing that I, I do think is worth discussing or just mentioning briefly about the episode is that the whole story of this other couple was also something that was important because you saw that the woman physically had deformities because of what happened with the whole nuclear stuff. Oh yeah, you, yeah, she had radiation burns and some other things going on. She's been exposed, yeah. and that's what. Uh, Grace was saying, she was like, we can't, she's sick, they're sick, there's something going on, we can't, definitely can't let them take the baby. Exactly. And, and and at the same time, because they had a baby before, I think that they were very delusional in thinking, 
they actually may have thought that the baby that Grace and Morgan had was their baby because they haven't accepted the fact of all the bad stuff that has happened and what is actually happening. And of course, uh, when you get to the point of when you saw that uh, Grace and the guy and, and her husband was, they were inside the place and you saw the walkers coming towards the place. They had this whole thing where they mentioned, oh, yes, these walkers are a little bit different because they've also been affected by the radiation and you can't get close to them because, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so, so I think that was important because that's going to come into play later this season when other characters come into contact with some of these walkers. And, and, it, and it may give a hint as to, well, somebody might get exposed and this time around somebody actually might get killed because – Last season, they kept talking about certain people get. If you get close to a walker that has been infected or whatever, then it can also impact you as well. So I think we are going to see that. We saw a little, bit, a little bit of that last season. Remember, Grace? She worked at a nuclear plant, mm -hmm. and there were some that were walking around that were radioactive, and she was around them. So she assumed that the baby was not going to survive, and that she wasn't going to survive. She was like, mm -hmm. "I've been exposed to one, but she seemed to be okay." Gina, oh yeah, Gina. absolutely. Mm. So, so now to go to the part that you mentioned about at the very end of this whole thing with the wife deciding to stay, and this is essentially where my critique or criticism is of the episode because she had literally no reaction to the fact that her husband just got killed yeah. by these same people, and I would have thought there would have been some type of reaction. Yes, you can acknowledge, okay, he was crazy, he went went too far. But there was no, she had no reaction to that whatsoever. So I thought that was a little weak because. Yeah, no reaction and no dialogue. Yep. That was mm -hmm. it. It was just, you just see her walking away from the car. And uh, Grace and Morgan and Grace was like, well, she wants to be with her family. She wants to stay here. And it's like, well, well. and that's the thing. Said, I know that she <laughs> lost her mind. She was calling the baby some else. But I think the husband was just going along with it. Yeah, just like he he knew it was his baby, but he was like, "Whatever, she's gonna take care of the baby." Said, All right, we'll take care of baby, you know, because it it it's the guilt of what he did. But he was about to do it again. Mm -hmm. He was about to do it again. So yeah, that was that was weird. But then we find out, poof, they decided to go back to the submarine. But now they have a bunch of well, not a bunch of supplies, but they have some other things. I, I thought they picked up some stuff. I don't know why. I just felt maybe they didn't. It was just a lot of stuff already on that car. So uh, they get back to the submarine, and they're while they're there, it looks like they're just living their life, a normal life, within the submarine. And once they get there, though, you see that uh, the, the the henchman, the, the guy for our, <laughs> our boy uh, Strands, Strands' little henchman, which I'm really surprised the role that he's playing, because it, it didn't seem that way when we were introduced to him at the end of last season. He seemed like a very laid back guy hey this is all the stuff i you know collect and i live here and it's this, you know and next you know it's like he's just bending the knee and he's doing whatever strand wants and he he sees him as their savior and he's yeah. there and he's pointing a gun and he's like oh what's going on what are you doing here and then he finds out that that's the morgan and he knows about him he knows about grace and he talks about strand and how strand built this whole thing uh, the, the tower and he says hey grace you can come you can come back. You can not Morgan because he hates Morgan, <laughs> but you. We could use your expertise. And then this whole thing, I'm like, damn. I guess uh, Strand really went in depth on um, Grace's uh, past and what she did for a living and stuff. I mean, 
And uh, that's when what you brought up earlier. It's like that Morgan snake. It's like, you know what? Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. It's a safe place. Oh, there's tons of people. Yeah, it's it's great. This is a great place for them. It's like, all right, well, take, yeah, Grace, go and take the baby and then have a life. And then she just flips the script. She's like, no, I'm staying. This is it. This is the life. I chose yep. this. Now she's putting her foot down there. This is it. She is choosing this path. She is choosing this life. She is accepting that she is going to be the caretaker of Mo. And she's well, going to stay with Morgan. Well, yeah, but then right after she says that, Morgan says, well, you won't want to take me, but can you take the baby? Because the baby needs to be in a stable environment. Yeah. And then that's when she stops him and says, no, she tries to convince him, no, we need to keep the baby. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's a tricky spot. That's a tricky spot because I can I can relate on both ends. It's like if you want to think about the baby and uh, just the survival of this child, think about it. besides food, medicine, there's other things going on that you need. You don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I can get that. But then on the other hand, what if this guy is BSing? What if Strand doesn't have any of this? <laughs> and it's like living in a cave with a bunch of people. You know what I mean? It's like, it was weird. But uh, that's it. And uh, then they were like, all right, well, uh, if I recall, they don't say anything. I was like, all right, fine. And then they just leave, which I felt was kind of odd because I was like, I thought he wanted to like kill Morgan or do something. I thought if anything, they were going to take Morgan away. Well, if you're not coming with us, we're taking our prisoner or something. But no, none of that. They just leave. Now she says that they they scavenge and they must have taken some things because it, it looks like that's what they were there for, just looking around. I didn't see them with a bunch of bags. It I don't know. But whatever. The point is that while they're in the kitchen looking around, they notice that the baby is crawling. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. the baby's crawling. And the baby, I guess, can smell powdered milk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, the baby starts patting down on one side uh, a panel and on, on the floor. And they realize that it's hollow. And then they, they lift the, the carpet that's there up. And there's a hatch. And ta-da, all this powdered milk, a bunch of things bunch of candy yep. goods which makes sense i would think that there would be a stockpile on a submarine that housed a few hundred people of course there's so, going to be some that's hidden somewhere right absolutely so I, I will say this that was a nice little cute attempt to you know show what's that that they actually had food there all along uh, I do, to some extent, think it was a matter of convenience, but the fact that they said, oh, well, this is, the baby is crawling towards it now. Yeah, I, I'll give them that that was a nice little touch to, to put that in there, e- even if it was a very big coincidence that all of a sudden there is food there and they don't need to necessarily go out and, and scavenge anymore. Yeah. So. Well, they, 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely, but it, it throws the show in a new direction now. Because yeah. right now they don't have to worry about that. Now they can just pretty much survive there because she even says it they made sure to point out oh this is enough to last us for months you know this is this is great we have plenty of food it was like oh you know you may not have diapers but you don't need diapers i mean people survived you know generations and decades without diapers oh yeah yeah, you Um, just need the food and and one and one other quick thing i want to mention because we we didn't mention this again in this episode there was the reference of padre because oh, yes. those people, that's they were right. heading towards Padre. That's so. right. That's right. They were talking about they were going to Padre. And we've heard that from the last episode. Yes. And 
Here's another thing. I can't believe we just um, grazed over it. A car showed up during all this. Remember with the lights? Oh, yeah. And this mm-hmm. I didn't understand. This <laughs> really confused me. And I don't. I, so we see a guy get out and he starts walking toward him. And Morgan's like, stop. Don't come any closer. And he shoots at him. And he makes contact. <laughs> right? I'm like, he made yeah. contact. But then they don't mention it again. And then that's it, right? We don't see anything. But then after the whole happy-go-lucky scene of like, hey, we got the, the, the powdered milk and whatever other canned goods. Yay, we're happy we're here. They go back to that location. Mm-hmm. And we see there's a box, right? Which had, that's the box that Morgan had sent out that has a head. And the head has the hunter's head in there. Yes. And then the camera <laughs> pants who's looking at it. And it's... You know, quote unquote, his twin brother. The hunter had a twin brother. Looks just like the hunter. And yes. He's like, he's going after Morgan now. But that's the thing. Did he get shot? Was that him? That guy? See, I, that, see and, that, and that's a great question. I, I, I mean, I think that's a good question for people to, 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 to dissect. I do believe that that was him. Uh, but, you know, I just, I just want to make a comment and say this. For me, that particular scene at the end of the episode, that to me made this one of the be- one of the, be- the best episodes so far because this actor that played this cool character last season, I thought it was very premature to get rid of him in one episode. So to now have him coming back in the form of a twin brother, I'm very excited to see that. And then, of course, this is going to be more issues for Morgan to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I-, I was happy to see that because... I didn't know which direction they were heading to at the end of this at the end of the episode when I saw that box at first, but then when I saw that whole shocking image of oh, it's a twin brother, I thought okay, that's cool, and I, I look forward to seeing where that goes. Yeah, and even uh, over at the AMC Plus on this at the end of this, they do a nice little piece with the showrunners, and they were talking mm-hmm. about it, and they said they were really impressed by that actor's performance. Mm-hmm. Last season, and it was like, wow, this was a shame that we just had him pop up just to get killed off. It was like, how can we bring him back? What's a way? I mean, there's other ways they could have done it. They could have had up. They could have put a mask on him or done something like that, you know. But they said, ah, we're gonna bring him back. He's gonna be the twin brother. He's the bounty hunter's twin brother. And uh, there we go. So he is there. And this was great because this was just following them. We didn't get any cutaways to what was going on with Strand at the tower. We still don't know what's going on mm-hmm. with Alicia. We don't know what's going on with the CRM, the, the Dwight and all of them. I'm sure that'll be the next episode going forward. But this was great. I loved this episode. There is a lot of dialogue, a lot of great back and forth, a lot of great acting. Very believable. That's a big mm-hmm. thing for me. I, I It has to be believable. I get it. It's a zombie show and all this crazy. Come on. How far can you go, buddy? What's wrong with you? You're looking too deep into it. It's like, yes, but these are quality actors. These yeah. Are quality, they can give top-notch performances, and they have delivered this before, and they keep delivering. And the lines and just the storytelling, it's it, it just fits. Everything has a purpose. It doesn't, I don't like bringing it up, but it's nothing like World Beyond. World Beyond feels like it's just like so many holes, plot lines, holes, everything, just yep. none of it. So, so, so many holes and, and, and the whole thing about the showrunners deciding they want to make a teen drama instead of a show that is that is supposed to be in the same universe, it makes sense. So, yeah, 
Yeah, and I get it. they took a chance. They even said, "Hey, we took a chance. We wanted to see if we could bring in a different audience into here. It didn't work. It didn't work. Clearly, it didn't work." But what concerns me is that, as you know, there's two more spinoffs coming. We got yeah. the the one that we still don't know, which is the uh, the Daryl and, and Carol, and then we have the other one. It's just it sounds like it's going to be a bunch of stories. But they said that one of them, I think, is going to be also going in a completely different direction. They're That's the tales of the the tales, yeah, the right? tales. Yep. and. Uh, that concerns me because, uh, <laughs> you know, this, as much as people want to say, oh, yeah, but all spinoffs do that. Not this one. Fear pretty much is still on the same vein as Walking Dead proper. It still has a lot of that tension, that direness. The situations are harsh and they're really being creative. Like we've seen the Western. We've seen them on a boat. We've seen them on an island. All the things that people always say, oh, well, if there was an, a zombie apocalypse, this is what I would do. Well, they're doing it on fear. Well, the, the one thing I would say about the tale show is that I know they said that it's going to have a combination of new and returning characters. Uh, I do think that that will be a reason for them to get some of the other actors and actresses that they've already killed off the walking dead to maybe give you a flashback to show you something oh, else you that happened with that character backstories. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they didn't really specify and say the timeline of when this stuff is happening. So it, there could be some stuff that's happening in the current timeline, but I'm also sure there might be some instances where they're also going back to maybe fill in some of the time gaps. Because again, the time jump oh, they did on the walking dead, they six can years. do that six years yeah so so they can do that because there's a lot of things that could have happened within that time that time period oh yeah i mean there's that whole thing that everyone's like oh well why don't they just do another one with negan and a spinoff of that they could have it where it's Ooh, sort yeah. of forward and then they can still throw in a bunch of stuff in the in the back but it, it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough with that but yeah they, they definitely have a, the universe is vast and there's tons of characters. So, yes, if they decide to go down that direction, do some backtracking and some flashbacks, we'll see. That might work. It could be a hit or miss, depending on the character. Mm-hmm. You know? So, there goes that, people. This was a great episode. I enjoyed this episode. I just like Fear. I really like Fear. It's one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows. All right, everybody. Thanks again for watching. Thanks for following us on Spotify and on iTunes and YouTube and over at thecoalition.com. Again, if you're on Spotify, we got a bunch of new people that have been following Spotify. They have a little notification button now. So you can just put a little ringer and whenever we drop these episodes, because we try to get these episodes out as soon as we we get into them and we watch them. And uh, yeah, check it out. So thanks again. And we will be back. Man. We'll be back for World Beyond. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace.